I'm David Heitler Clevens. And I'm Rodney Wittenberg. And this is Music for the New Revolution. You will not be this land is your land. again to talk about America and patriotism and nationalism in alternative anthems and I think we have some uh, interesting pieces for all of you in this second part just like we did in the first part yes with lots of varied genres represented where you know we've been talking about this idea that you know there was there were these high ideals there was all this promise and then so often you know as the very first song outlined you know one after another in mm-hmm. Alistair Mook's song you know those mm-hmm. promises are unfulfilled that that mm-hmm. that check remains you know insufficient <laughs> funds as Dr. King said in his very famous speech you know and and that can lead to a lot of justified anger, anger. or yeah. rage even you know and and I think the next couple songs that we have are mm-hmm. both in that kind of category so Gary Clark Jr <laughs> who I think is just a really enormously talented relative newcomer right you know yeah i I just think you know he's channeling hendrix sometimes and sometimes Mm -hmm. he's sounds you know more funk and sometimes he sounds more blues and you know he can rock and he i mean he just does does it all um and have you seen the video of this this song that we're going to play this land it's very powerful he did it live uh on on one of my favorite radio shows a little while ago and it was just kill it Mm -hmm. it was absolutely amazing but yeah uh it's very 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 cool song yeah i mean i think the visuals in the video really uh accentuate it because there's these images of you know ropes like you know for Mm -hmm. hanging and and Mm -hmm. you know uh crosses burning and it just really uh very spooky Mm -hmm. and ominous visuals Mm -hmm. um yeah and then after that we're going to hear Mm -hmm. a tribe called quest yes a very angry song about uh a look at how uh people poor people people of color and uh uh are all lumped into that group of of uh get out because you're not really american right i mean the two songs really kind of fit together in that way because they're both talking Mm -hmm. about that exclusion from the Mm -hmm. american community yeah that happens unfortunately all too often in our history and currently
the money. 50 acres in a model A. Right in the middle of Trump country. I told you there goes a the neighborhood. Now Mr. Williams ain't so funny. I see you looking out your window. Can't wait to call the police on me. When I know you think I'm up to something. I'm just eating, I was still hungry. And this is mine, now legit. I ain't leaving and you can't take it from me. I remember when you used to tell me, nigga run, nigga run. Go back where you come from. Uh, nigga run, nigga run. Go back where you come from. We don't want, we don't want your kind. We think you's a dog you, I'm America's son. This is where I Stop grinding, and I can't let him break me. No, I can't let him find me. You can meet my friend the governor, only if you wanna try me. Or you can meet my other friend the judge, just in case you think I'm lying. When I know you think I'm up to something, I'm just eating, I was still hungry. And this is mine, now legit, I ain't leaving, and you can't take it from me. Remember when he used to tell me, nigga run, nigga run, go back where you come from. Nigga run, nigga run, go back where you come from. We don't want, we don't want your kind, we think you's a dumb You are America's son, this is where I
people are still here in the rear, yo, we don't need you. You ain't a killing off good young nigga move. When we get hungry, we eat the same food, the ramen noodle. This simple voodoo is so maniacal, reliable to pull a juju. The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap, she don't tell me she make money, she don't study that. She gon' give it to me, ain't gon' tell me nothing back. She gon' take the brain away the plane she spit on that. The doors and signs with it. Don't try to rhyme with it. VH1 has a show that you can waste your time with. Guilty pleasure, take the edge off reality and pull a salary. I probably do that just sporadically. The OG Gucci boots are smitten with iguanas. The IRS piranhas see a nigga getting common. Niggas in the hood living in a fishbowl. Gentrify here, now it's not a <laughs> hole. Trend set up, I know. Tribe Called Quest, and We the People. Yes, and before that, uh, Gary Clark Jr. with This Land, title song of an album from 2019. We're doing some pretty recent things as well as going back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So up next, we have a really uh, powerful song called The Ballad for Americans, performed by Paul Robeson. And uh, one of the things I, I, I love about this song is how the the song really speaks to the ordinariness and how it was just a group of just regular people who decided they had had enough and they wanted freedom. They wanted to self-govern. I'm going to start saying that from now on, too, because I think I think people say well, they wanted freedom. Well, what they really wanted was to be self-governed. Mm-hmm. They wanted self-governance. I, I think... Uh, that that whole freedom and liberty thing has gotten confused recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a loaded quite... <laughs> freedom is a loaded word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a loaded word. It's like yeah. we're free. No, 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 no. You're not free. You're just self-governed. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you get to do whatever you want. You can't go ninety down a fifteen mile hour road. Uh, uh, yes, right. But anyway, right. So, ballad um, for Americans but... comes from a while ago. So this is another of our throwback kind of uh, features. Yes. 
Yes, this is our throwback section without the special effects because we're on COVID lockdown. I try to put them on. So it dates from 1939, and it's Mm -hmm. basically like a a patriotic cantata with lyrics by Mm -hmm. John Latouche and music by Earl Robinson. So it was written in 1939, and it was part of the works program, it looks like, Mm -hmm. uh, where they had... um, theater productions on uh, Broadway that were supported by the government, which always surprised me how left those productions were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Things like The Cradle Will Rock and yes. know, Mark Blitzkin. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a very cool time in a lot of ways because not only were those productions and that music left, they were also very um, avant-garde often because yes. this is really kind of the time when um, the American left was more interested in avant-garde music than they were yet in folk music. Um, and mm-hmm. then it was a shift, you know, that people like Charles Seeger, Pete Seeger's father, yeah. made that where they kind of realized, well, you know, the miners and people working in mills and stuff, they're not really that into the avant-garde. <laughs> they kind uh-huh. of prefer a little bit more, you know, folky, country-ish, you know, stuff. So. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a very interesting and fertile time for uh, where art and music uh, were uh, were were combined together to really speak to the plight of the people and in a way that doesn't happen really again until maybe uh, with a few exceptions, but doesn't really happen as a movement again until the 60s, Mm. I would say. I mean, you know, like there's obviously strange fruit. Mm-hmm. Some other songs from Paul Robeson, and there's some there's some songs here and there, but really as a movement, um, that that New York sort of whole theater works program was just full of a of a, some deep thinkers and some great art. Yeah, yeah. A, a, that was very political and and uh, very progressive. Yeah, and Paul Robeson's such an interesting figure. You know, you were talking the other day, uh, or you were talking earlier about. Uh, Renaissance people like Ben mm-hmm. Franklin and really yeah. Paul Robeson is another great example yes. of somebody who you know not only was a singer like we hear here and an activist but also was famous in sports famous on this you know in movies and uh, yeah. on the stage and you know all and more than one sport I mean he really did an enormous enormous amount so and, and one of the things that's so fascinating about Paul Robeson was as an uh, African-American man in the 20s 30s 40s 50s he was so beloved by everybody you know, at, like he was a national um hero uh, uh, obviously until um he was blacklisted and moved to um the soviet union for a while um but um and i always tell the story every time i mention him have to <laughs> i lived around the corner from him when i was a little kid and did not realize it because after in the uh, mid 60s he moved back to america and he lived in philadelphia mm-hmm. on walnut street which <laughs> yeah. still mind-blowing to me that this giant of american music in this renaissance man lived out the end of his life at 50th and walnut it still yeah. boggles my mind yeah um but here is uh a ballad for Americans from Paul Robeson. In 
76 the sky was red Thunder rumbling overhead Bad King George couldn't sleep in his bed And on that stormy morn Old Uncle Sam was born Sam put on a three-cornered hat And in a Richmond church he sat And Patrick Henry told him that While America drew breath It was liberty or death Nobody, they doubted it. Nobody had faith. Nobody, nobody but Washington, Tom Paine, Benjamin Franklin, Chaim Solomon, Christmas Alex, Lafayette. Nobody's. Nobody's ran a tea party at Boston. Betsy Ross organized a sewing circle. Yeah, Paul Revere had a horse race. And a little ragged group believed it And some gentlemen and ladies believed it And some wise men and some fools And I believed it too And you know who I am Oh, who are you, mister? Yeah, how come all this? Well, I'll tell you Now let me... Oh, let us tell you Mighty fine idea. Adopted unanimously in Congress, July 4th, 1776. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Yes, sir. That's right. Very words. That sure does sound mighty fine. Building the nation is awful tough. The people found a going rough. The 13 states weren't large enough, so they started to expand into the western world. Still nobody. Everybody believed it. Everybody who was anybody, they stayed at home. But Lewis and Clark and the pioneers, driven by hunger, haunted by fears, the Columbine miners and the 49ers, some wanted freedom and some wanted riches, some liked to loaf while others dug ditches. And 
I believe it too, and you know who I am. No, who are you, mister, anyway? Well, I started to tell you. Yes, mister, tell us who you are. You see, I represent the whole of... That's it. That's the idea. Old Abe Lincoln was thin and long. His heart was high and his faith was strong. But he hated oppression, he hated wrong. And he went down to his grave to free the slave. November 19, 1863, at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And he was right. I believe that, too. Gee, mister, we still don't know who you are. Well, I've been trying to tell you. You see... There it is. Swedish, Finnish, Canadian, Greek, and Turk, and Czech, and double-check American. 
And that ain't all. I was baptized Baptist, Methodist, Congregationist, Lutheran, Atheist, Roman Catholic, Orthodox, Jewish, Presbyterian, Seventh-day Adventist, Mormon, Quaker, Christian, Scientist, and lots more. Strong our country's young, and her greatest songs are still unsung. From her plains and mountains we have sprung to keep the faith with those who went to be Cheating out of the shouting, out of the murders and lynching, out of the windbags, the patriotic spouting, out of uncertainty and doubting, out of the carpet bag and the brass platoon, it will come again. Our marching song will come again. Deep as our valleys, high as our mountains. Strong as the people who made it, for I have always believed it, and I believe it now, and you know who I am. Who are you? America! So, you know, one thing that we don't tend to do a lot on this show, we, we did at the very beginning and then we've sort of not mm-hmm. done it that often. I'm not that surprised by that, but we don't too often <laughs> do things from sort of the opposing uh, political side of stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, there is a whole body of, you know, more jingoistic, nationalistic, flag waving kinds of songs in our country. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, a lot of times, you know, people think of them, especially coming from the country side of things. And there there mm-hmm. are certainly a lot of those. Um, there's an interesting book I read called uh, Rednecks and Blue Necks, The Politics of Country. And it <laughs> particularly focuses on after 9-11 and the, includes mm-hmm. a lot about the whole thing with the Dixie Chicks, now named mm-hmm. just the Chicks. And, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, it's very interesting because people... In the country world, I think at least this book claims, you know, for a long time really tried to steer clear of being partisan political in their uh, overtly, even not not just in their songs, but also even in just kind of life Um, Mm -hmm. with some exceptions like Merle Haggard with, you know, Fight Inside of Me and Okie from Muskogee and those kinds of things. But even those are not, you know, political in the same way as things in folk music or rock, you know, tended to be and, you know. Um, but after 9-11, the battle lines kind of got drawn according to, you know, that, that book. And it, it's, it's very interesting to look at how that all played out, you know? Um, yeah. Yes. And also, you know, there was that under sort of underground, uh, Johnny Rebel stuff. I don't know. I think we talked about that before. Oh, but, right. Uh, right. Johnny Rebel was, is a group that does very, very, very racist, um, country music and it's been around since the 50s 
uh, 40s, 50s, into the 60s, and it just gets new people to be part of the group. And uh, and the songs are pretty blatant and obvious, but there are the, the people who are doing it are their their identity is hidden. Uh, it may, it, 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 from my understanding, it's actually some famous country stars, but they didn't want anyone to know, and mm-hmm. so uh, they're they're they do it under a under this name, but mm-hmm. um, under a country, white under a white hood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, 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 and again, you, you know, when we talk about this, I keep thinking of the, uh, the documentary on country music where, where we really do get to see what you're talking about. That split, the, mm. um, new do- country doc. That came oh, out the Ken year. Burns one. Ken Burns yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched all of that yet, but I, I've watched part of it, but I'd like to watch more of it. Yeah. It's, it is interesting. Well, you know, when, um, I mean, there's, there's really obvious stuff like you were just pointing out or mm-hmm. like, you know, the, um, the thing that always comes to mind is the Toby Keith, you know, courtesy of the red, white, and blue, which is really nasty and offensive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, one of the more um, sensitive songs that uh, is along those lines is this one from, I think it's pronounced Shelley Wright, uh, mm-hmm. Bumper of My SUV. It's a really mm-hmm. interesting song because it, it kind of, you know, it, 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 it it, I'm assuming it is based on a real experience where because this woman had a thing about the Marines on her bumper sticker, um, she gets flipped off by somebody. Um, mm-hmm. And so her song is a response to that. And mm-hmm. even though I don't agree with everything in this song, it's an interesting perspective, definitely a different perspective from most of the things that we tend to play. So I thought mm-hmm. it'd be worth, you know, especially since this one's, you know, a little bit different from you know toby keith or you know whatever uh-huh. uh that would be kind of interesting to, to hear yeah. that and then okay. uh, another song that we'll hear after that is from dan Byrne. that uh mm-hmm. also from this these are both from kind of the w era post 9 11 time and dan Byrne's song is my country two as in roman numeral two mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a bright red sticker on the back of my car Says United States Marines And yesterday a lady in a minivan Held up her middle finger at me Does she think she knows what I stand for? Or the things that I believe Just by looking at a sticker For the U.S. Marines On the bumper of my SUV See my brother Chris He's been in For more than 14 years now Dad was in the Navy during Vietnam Did his duty, then he got out And my grandpa earned his Purple Heart On the beach of Normandy That's why I've got a sticker 
for the U.S. Marines on the bumper of my SUV. But that doesn't mean that I want war. I'm not Republican or Democrat. But I've gone all around this crazy world just to try to better understand. That's why I've got a sticker for the U.S. Marines on the bumper of my SUV. Cause I've been to Hiroshima and I've been to the DMZ. I've walked on the sand in Baghdad, still She don't like my sticker for the U.S. Marines on the bumper of my SUV. So I hope that lady in her minivan turns on her radio and hears this from me as she picks up her kids from their private school and drives home safely on our city streets or to the building where her church group meets yeah that's why I've got a sticker For the U.S. Marines On the bumper of my SUV Stop, 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 stop,
My Country 2. Yeah. Definitely had an early Elvis Costello feel to that to me. Yes, it yeah. does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you had any responses to that first song, the bumper of my SUV, Rodney, because I think it's an interesting song, you know, and like I said, it's a different perspective than we often oh, do. The, yeah. The first thing I thought, though, this is really bad. Is that what if she gave her the finger because she's just a bad driver? <laughs> and she made an assumption that it was because of the bumper sticker. Yeah, she yeah, made that... an assumption that it was about the bumper sticker. I mean, how does she know? Yeah, well, that's true. And I think there is that, you know, it's in a way she's being angry because she thinks this other woman has made assumptions about her. But she yeah. does do the same thing about the, the other person, not only about that. But also all kinds of other stuff. She she imagines all kinds of things about yes. what kind of person this is. And yes, so that so, part's kind of interesting, yeah. Well, that was what I was thinking. Like, maybe she just gave you the finger because you cut her off and you don't want to wear her. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, um, but if but, we do give her the benefit of the doubt and imagine that it doubt, really no, was, I, you know. I mean, you know, I, I think one of the, 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 the frustrating things about where we are today, of many frustrating things, is how... Um, again, not only has the right taken over religion, but it's also taken over patriotism. And there are plenty of people who are on the left who serve. Uh, I have many, many people in my family. I have my grandfather's um, flag upstairs. Uh, he served in World War II. And, um, I, you know, two, two of my uncles died in Korea uh, or came back from Korea and died, actually, from the effects of the PTSD and other stuff from being in the war and my sister serves. And um, I have a great deal of respect for people who, who, who are willing to make that sacrifice. And I've had many conversations with people who have, you know, made decided that's what they wanted to do with their lives. And um, 
uh, I honor and respect them. And, and mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you know, we, unfortunately in the world we live in, we need them. And um, so, uh, but that, I, I don't know how that always gets like, so how criticizing the leaders of them, or the, the, the politicians that make the decisions as to how they are used ends up being a bad thing i never understand that right like how if i you know the the person who's making the decision of how your the military is to be used is a civilian and in many cases never served or has no interest in served and then right i would say in the current situation is one of those uh armchair tough guys or telephone tough guys Absolutely. absolutely all all you know never served but all full of bluster about like us, we must go and, and it seems like the generals who really know what war is like the older you know who actually served will do anything not to go to war mm-hmm. they right. will try like, oh no we have to fight let's see if there's a diplomatic solution let's see if there's another way around this you don't want to do what you don't want to do the thing you're suggesting right like, well and it does seem like the last resort right then it does seem like the writer of this song is kind of trying to claim that because her family members have you know, made the sacrifice and that because she has, uh, isn't unquestioning about things, uh, that somehow that means that she can, you know, uh, silence people who, who are critical of the way that those forces are used or the way those decisions are made, you know, it's in, it, it, I mean, she doesn't come out and say that. And I think that may be unfair of me, but I, but on the other hand, there is a sense that, you know, like one of the lines that kind of gets me in that song is that, um, you know, I have questions. I get to ask them because I'm free. And that sort of is like another way of saying this freedom isn't free kind of thing. Like, you know, it's it's because of those people who fought for us that we have these freedoms. Mm-hmm. So shut up and don't don't criticize anything. Don't yeah. use those freedoms because <laughs> because people died for their freedoms that you shouldn't now use. You know, is sort of what, what they end up saying sometimes. So it's it's yeah. it's it, I find that frustrating. But it's still, uh, I well, think, an interesting song, you know. Yeah, I know. I think it's a good song, and I think it's a. Uh, I, I I'm all about getting different points of view across. Um, but I think one of the things I wanted to just focus on the thing you just said. That re- another one of those little, little pet peeves of mine is that we're free. A at this point in time in the world, there are many other places that have freedom. Absolutely. I mean, I more mean, are, more freedom sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are many of democracies around the world, and uh, this idea that we're the only place that has freedom is just kind of uh crazy and freedom is not free we're not taught i don't know why people confuse anarchy with freedom uh in other words freedom has more responsibility not less right um freedom carries with it a a a level of responsibility for yourself and and the other it is not i'm free so i can do what i want no right <laughs> that is not freedom that is an- anarchy. I actually wrote, wrote the other day on, in a post. Uh, uh, entropy laughs at that idea. At least, <laughs> entropy, at least entropy gets organized every once in a while from the chaos. It's like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and this uh, this weaponizing of freedom that's going on now of saying, you know, I should be free to do anything I want, including, you know, point a gun at you, including not wear a mask and endanger your health, including, you know, it, it, it's not, including not being vaccinated, you know, all these kinds of things that, that people are pretending that they, you know, just have the right to 
their freedom trumps everybody else's and everybody else's lives and safety. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a really bizarre, bizarre it's thing. almost like we, we created a government. I mean, part of this experiment uh, uh, of America was we created a government that was self representative or self that we, so we could self govern. In other words, we get an idea. The, majority of people get an idea and say something like i'd like to put a speed bump there now obviously there are going to be people who don't want a speed bump there they are there are there just are people who like no i'd like to speed down this small suburban road because i'm entitled to be free and go 75 miles in a 30 mile zone even if the speed limit says 30 miles an hour and so a group of people said no we have kids here so if you're not going to slow down we're going to force you to. We're going to put a bunch of speed bumps. So they make they, they get a law passed that says they can put speed bumps there. That's what it means to be free. Yes, the person who wants to go 75 miles an hour down that road cannot do that anymore because the majority of people have decided that they want to be safe from that idiot who's driving right. that right. fast. That's the freedom we have. We have the freedom to self-govern not the freedom that you would ever we want right that and we, is anarchy right and we do and have some protection against that being that. used as a mob rule kind of thing because obviously even if the majority of people agree on something if what they agree on is to take the rights away from the minority then that shouldn't be okay and we do have things in place that are supposed to protect against that i say exactly. supposed to because that doesn't always work but it's supposed to yeah. well i mean mm -hmm. like i think the, the the ruling from a couple of weeks ago that up, upheld at least for now that uh, upheld the the rights of uh, transgender and uh, gay and lesbian people that yes, they are a small minority, but to, um, and, and who know, I, I don't know where the numbers are as the people where, where I think um, there is more support now for gay and lesbian rights than there are for transgender rights, but, um, but we're moving in that direction, hopefully. but we're moving in that yeah. direction. But it doesn't matter how many people there are. Our laws say that you are not allowed to hurt someone, right. and and it doesn't matter how small a percentage of that po of the population they are. We're not allowed to intentionally go out and hurt them. And again, you can't regulate what someone thinks, but you can make penalize them or control their actions mm -hmm. that's what it means to be in a free society that we get to make those decisions but i think people think that it's everybody gets to do whatever they right. want and well you know when you brought up the supreme court that actually um mm -hmm. makes me think of a perfect way for us to transition to our next couple songs because mm -hmm. another good surprisingly good supreme court decision just recently was the one that um reversed Trump's uh, attempt to destroy DACA mm -hmm. and uh, and basically said that at least for now that people who were you know brought here as children or born here mm -hmm. uh, you know whose parents were not legal uh, immigrants uh, can stay under DACA and uh, we Rodney and I got to go to New York uh, I guess it was a couple years ago now to mm -hmm. hear a few artists talk about their work. And one of them that was really fascinating was John Diversa, who has yes. a 
big band jazz program, I think in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, and he did this really cool project called American Dreamers Voices of Hope, where uh, he got all these young people who were musicians and who were also DACA recipients to be part of this project. And they did some just really cool stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And um, a lot of them are familiar songs. Some of them are kind of typical patriot patriotic songs. One of my favorites is the Led Zeppelin immigrant yes. song. That's just a very cool big <laughs> band so version cool. of that. <laughs> so if you have the chance, oh, I look for it. It is in one of our other episodes. I think the one on immigrants that we did uh, or something but uh yeah go check out that song go check out that whole album it's great mm -hmm. yeah so we're gonna play uh the one that's from uh uh james brown uh living in america their version of that um this is a little immigration set so even though we did an episode on immigration already of course you can't really talk about this country as we have already mentioned without pointing out that this we are a land of immigrants and so it is part of the whole idea of our national identity as well um so let's listen to living in america from john diverse's big band and then a relatively recent and really beautiful poignant song from keb moe's most recent album called this is my home
got a job at a local factory. Sent money back home to her family. She said,
Isn't that a sweet song from Keb Mo? This is my home. Very sweet song. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. So we're not always angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not. Uh, I love that living in America. It's pretty intense. That was actually one of the songs I really wanted to put into the show. And I kept challenging myself going, well, everybody knows this song, though. And. But not uh, that way, right? I, I <laughs> not, not everybody that knows way, it that no, way. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a good choice, David. I yeah, it's it. really tight, isn't it? I mean, and then he, yeah. he does all this. When I first heard it, I was a little put off by the all the complexity of the mixed meters and stuff like that. I was yeah, like, uh-huh. how are people going to be able to dance to this you know, funky song if it's like keeps tripping them up? But it's so cool to just listen to. And, yeah. uh, you know, and... It, there's so many like nice little touches in there and you know yeah. different elements and stuff that he brings in that are different yeah, yeah. I, I was interested a little nod to prokofiev in there i was like what is that <laughs> the little quote from uh peter and the wolf i think is what i heard in there uh-huh or at least reminiscent of it in the clarinet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i think it's possible that that clarinetist is from like ukraine or someplace like that ah. that, that uh you know, as I think we met him at that um, uh-huh. thing, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were really people from all over the world in that project. It was yeah. super cool, and they had at least yeah, three I... of the young people there when we when mm-hmm. we saw them. So yeah, and and young people, the playing on that is just insane. It's, I know. Like, every time I hear it, I'm like, going, oh, how old are they again? <laughs> oh my God, like, that's like so awesome. The the level of uh, musicianship on that. I know. Just, Amazing. Yeah, and the ensemble playing. I mean, it's the individual yeah. musicianship, but it's also, I'm sure mm-hmm. this must be partly John Diverse's, you know, contribution of, yeah. of bringing them together in this way where they play like one, like they're breathing together, you know? Yeah. I do hear a lot of big band, uh, contemporary big band arrangements and, and performances, uh, and that is one of the tightest big band arrangement and performance i've heard in a long long time yeah it's so good yeah well i think we have a couple more songs that yes. we want to try to get to and of course we'll have lots more songs in a spotify playlist uh that connect mm-hmm. with this theme so if you want to put that on you know while you're barbecuing over july 4th weekend if you do that mm-hmm. uh you know you'll have lots of uh alternative and progressive politics that you can uh you know have as your soundtrack uh- <laughs> yes, if you do choose to social distance gathering over the Fourth of July weekend, there that you would, go. you know, you'll have plenty of music to listen to, or also to uh, uh, inspire uh, conversations with your relatives who think differently than you do. Yeah, or it may <laughs> create more social distance between you and them if you play our music during it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking Chase of our Spotify playlist, <laughs> speaking of our Spotify playlist. If you are hearing this on one of the many different platforms where podcasts are available and love what we're doing, please go to our Patreon page and sign up to become a member and support Music for the New Revolution. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to do a couple more songs, and one of them is... um, by a friend of mine, Dave Canoyne, who writes a lot of music mm-hmm. for children. And this was something that was on one of his children's albums. And he co-wrote it with Jimmy Hammer. Uh, they do a lot of co-writing together. And um, I heard this on their album. They have a group called Grin Brigade, I believe. And it's called Wake Up in America. But then I heard this woman, Leah Morris, in the D.C. area sing this song. And I just loved the way that she did it. 
in in addition mm-hmm. to the original version. And um, so I actually just wrote to her today and said, hey, do you have a recording of that that you could send me? And she got right back to me. So we are in luck and we get to hear this relatively new recording from Leah Morris of a song, which I think is just gorgeous, called Wake Up mm-hmm. in America. And then we'll go on to Jackson Brown's anthem from the late 80s, I Am a mm. Patriot, which is a nice mm. way to kind of wrap up, right? Yes. Excellent. So uh, happy 4th of July to everybody, and uh, God bless America, and we'll, we'll enjoy these next couple of songs. When I wake up in America my neighbors there with every type of clothes and shoes hats and skin and hair every fine belief and custom scores of songs from who knows where when I for the right. 
righteous and the river opens for the 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 righteous someday
You've been listening to Music for the New Revolution. I'm Rodney Wittenberg. I'm David Heitler-Clevens. Music for the New Revolution is produced at Melody Vision Recording Studios in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Music for the New Revolution is written and produced by David Heitler-Clevens and Rodney Wittenberg. And edited and co-produced by Ben Flax. You can find us at musicforthenewrevolution.com or MFTNR. Like us on Facebook and follow our Spotify playlist. And our podcasts can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can also be a patron, a supporter of our podcast on Patreon. This is Music, Music for, for the, the New, New Revolution.